At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Training camps are opening up, and we've got those first day of school feelings around here as we welcome you in, into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Stormy Bonantoni alongside the one and only Michael Lombardi out there in New Jersey. Like, how much fun just is this time of year in general with camps opening up? Oh, I, I think it's the best. You know, training camp is fun because it's such a routine, you know, and, and you, you kind of had enough vacation time. You know, you're ready to get back to work and uh, you're ready to start the season. And I think more than anything, you're ready to see what the architecture of the team looks like. You know, this is what we've done this offseason. If you're New England, you've spent so much time reconstructing your team, essentially. And now you want to see what the team starts to look like. And the only way you really can do that is with pads on. And we're going to begin doing that. So, you know, Jerry Jones, an emotional press conference. You could tell he's excited to uh, to get going. And I, what I found interesting about that press conference, Stormy, was Jerry sat there and, you know, as I've said many times from Bill Parcells, that Jerry could talk a cat off the top of a fish truck. He's just such a good salesman. However, that being said, I, I think when you listen to his words and you listen to why his team has only been eight games over 500 this century, you realize that he really doesn't know why he won. He doesn't understand really what Jimmy was doing. You know, he talks about their relationship and why it fell apart. But I think the key to being successful in sports is understanding why you win and why you lose. Because when you, why you lose, you fix those problems. And I don't think Jerry, just listening to him talk, really understands why he's won and why he hasn't been able to win for as much money as he's made being eight games over 500 isn't quite good enough. Yeah, no question. That's not the goal at the end of the day for uh, a team like the Dallas Cowboys. And we'll get into plenty of NFL talk, particularly in the second hour, talking about just the main headlines as camps are opening up, as well as get into a little more of that futures awards market. But before last time I talked to you, we were previewing the NBA Finals Game Six, and I haven't got to catch up with you just to hear your reaction from what it was with the Milwaukee Bucks ultimately getting that victory, closing it out in six, and winning their first championship since 1971. Well, I mean, Scott Foster didn't disappoint. I mean, it was the three that the, the, you know they had Middleton, they had Giannis, and they had Foster. And once again, you know, Chris Paul. Not that he made a bad call or anything like that. I don't want to indict him on that, but. 
you know, look, I think it was a great lesson of what we as betters can learn from, right? And Giannis is an incredibly mentally tough human being. To play with an injury on one leg, to play near exhaustion, they only played seven guys. His minutes kept going up in every series. And the effort and the intensity that he played with night after three days rest, night, uh, was really remarkable. And when your best player has this kind of mental toughness, when your best player has this kind of will, then I think the sky's the limit for you. And to me, that's what Giannis proved. Giannis proved that they were the tougher team. And people can say, well, Monty got outcoached or, you know, Chris Paul didn't play as well. Okay, I get all that. The best player played the best, and that's usually the team that won. And their length, their size was really a problem for Phoenix. And Phoenix, you know, could have easily won game three or four. They could have easily lost, not game three. They could have easily won game four or five. They lost, and they could have easily lost game two that they won. So they just never had an answer once Giannis was able, I think, to get that knee finally healthy. And, and it's a tribute to his effort. I mean, 17 for 19, Stormy, from the from the free throw line. You know, I was joking. You know, I, I was on on Monday, I wanted to foul him. I mean, he shoved that really. He told me about that, huh? I was joking after game five when he was four for 11. I was like, even when I was a middle school basketball player, my coach would make me stay after practice to make 10 in a row before I was allowed to leave. I was like, where is this for Giannis? Then going 17 for 19 from the line ultimately ends up being a huge difference in the game. He puts up 50 points, is your MVP, along with 14 uh, rebounds, five blocks, two assists. You talk about your best player being your best player, and just in terms of that injury there was a time when we weren't even sure if he was going to be able to play in the finals we didn't know what the future was going to look like at all even into next year the way they talked about that injury and then he goes out there game one was a little bit of a slow starter and boy did he finish strong it was really really incredible to watch and I mean the likability of this guy is off the charts it really is. And 48 hours afterwards, you know, us as a betting network, what can we learn from it? And I think what we can learn from it is watching the games, right? Is really paying attention to the players. And, you know, before you're going to make a bet from one game to the next, make sure you really have studied the team you're betting for or against. And I think that you saw that with Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee was able to play well at home. I mean, I still don't understand how 65,000 people stood out there in the parking lot and watched the game. I just, that blows me away. Yeah, you said unless it blows it's bon me Jovi, away, you're but they going. did. Unless it's Bon Jovi, I mean, I go for that. I go for Bruce, but I mean, there are very few I'd go for. You know, I mean, I got to be real honest. Uh, you know, it's hard to. It's hard. That, that didn't look comfortable. I don't know if it looked comfortable to you, but it didn't look comfortable to me. So, uh, I, I take my. The fans were great. The intensity was wonderful. So, but as a better, we have to learn that sometimes down to love, or when you're down twenty-eight to three to Atlanta, right? that there's sometimes you're not in control of the game. Like maybe, you know, we misread that Phoenix was in control of the series up to love. And that's for the better, the hardest thing for us to really, and that's what we can help you at Visa. We can help you determine really maybe this is a number that you're thinking they're in control when they're really not. And Milwaukee did that in two series this postseason. They were down 0-2 against the Nets, come back, and then again against the Suns, down 0-2, win four straight, and ultimately are your NBA champions. And in terms of Chris Paul, just to you, what do you see for him next season? It's been reported he plans to turn down his player option for this upcoming year. We see a report from Mark J. Spears of the Undefeated that the Lakers might be on the market for a veteran point guard this offseason. So where, where are you sitting on that one? Uh, I'm sitting at the Lakers. I mean, look, the, we haven't heard the ratings yet. You know, now they're all saying they're better than they were last year with all that. Uh, look, they know they need a marquee team in there. And so, you know, this whole Lakers get Chris Paul. I mean, there's a salary cap, and yet you have Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, and LeBron all on the max contracts. How that works, please somebody explain that to me. But if I had a little bit of extra cash, I would bet on the Lakers being the finals, whether they get Chris Paul or not. You know, and because I just think to me, the, the NBA needs superstars. They need to generate that interest from their star players, and they're not going to another finals with two below market teams. I just don't think that's going to happen. Russell Westbrook, another name that we saw they might be exploring. The Lakers, by the way, plus 450 to win the NBA championship next year. Is there any, the Nets are the favorites at two, plus 225, but are there any other names out there that you think could really challenge for the the NBA title. It's crazy how fast these odds come out. Immediately after game six, you see these on the board. Yeah. 
Right. And I, I, my sense of it is, look, I don't know if I would trust. I can't trust the Nets at plus 225. They're a team on paper, right? They're a team on paper. Look, I think what you have to do is you've got to take this, these numbers and really take a hard look at them and say, okay, what general manager is going to have a great offseason? And maybe it's, maybe it's the Golden State Warriors at 12-1. to 1. I think that's a pretty, pretty nice number there. Yeah, and we don't know what you know, they're going to they like get Clay Thompson. Thompson. Yep. Right, they get Clay Thompson back. You're not going to know what they look like. You know, where are the Jazz going to show their improvement? You know, where are the Clippers going to show their improvement? Where are the Nuggets going to show their improvement? I mean, I think anything past that, you're really just guessing. I mean, how about the Hawks at 35 to one after they take down all these other teams? It's pretty remarkable, right? Yep. And then the Bucks are right there as well at plus 800 to repeat potentially. And this is a team that came into this postseason without having the experience of getting to that game and now having won a chance championship do you think that potentially next year you know you see the the hunger a lot of athletes talk about once you get one you want another one and they're building something special there well I think it's hard to repeat because it's hard to keep how do you duplicate health Right. I mean, really, Milwaukee was the last man standing. They got very, I mean, Dante DiVincenzo, they lose him early in the playoffs. But for the most part, I know Giannis got hurt. But all these other teams, the Nets got about two of their best players hurt. The Lakers, two the of their Clippers, best players were yeah. hurt. The Warriors, the Clippers, I mean, you know, I mean, we would, I don't know if we'd be talking about the, this if the Clippers, if, say, Kawhi played. I don't know if the Suns win that series. Do you? That's what's crazy to me, honestly. Without Kawhi, still, they're two games away from going to the finals. Yeah, I mean, they're right there. So, I mean, that's what makes this so hard. I, I'm, I'm going to lean. Like, that's why I wouldn't play the Nets at plus 225. I think it's a trap. It looks great on paper. But you're saying that Durant who's playing this summer. You're saying Harden, who's over in Paris getting traffic tickets. You're saying that Kyrie, who we haven't seen forever, right? God knows where, you know, they're going to all three are going to stay healthy. Do you think that's the case? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that either. Do you have any thoughts just real quickly on the Damian Lillard situation and whether or not he stays with Portland? Look, I think if they trade Damian Lillard, they've got to ask, the, the general manager's got to say to himself, if I trade this player, right, do I have a long-term contract? We always just think the player's getting traded and it's easy. But the reality of it is, is I'm left with this mess. Unless the owner, which I don't think the Paul Allen Corporation, the way they run the Trailblazers, is going to be very tolerant of just packing it in and losing games. So unless they get like this huge blockbuster deal, which looks great on paper, right? But it, it, unless you feel like you're going to be the GM who's going to be able to carry this out, I don't know how you make that trade. I don't know how you acquiesce to that because I, I think it's going to be really challenging because you're going to lose your job. Once you trade Lillard, and even if you've got Ben Simmons and somebody else, you're not going to be as good. You're going to be going through a rebuilding process. Are you going to be allowed to build the team? And I think Neil Alsay has got to be able to say, okay, I don't know that. I don't, you know, do I have that guarantee? Is this the mandate from ownership? I don't think that's the case. Yeah, it'll be interesting to follow that storyline for sure. I know we see it in the NFL right now with the Aaron Rodgers situation, just trying to figure out what these big-name players are ultimately going to decide to do. Um, but speaking of rebuilding, it looks like in college football, the Big 12 might have to start reshaping some things for them. I know when we talked <laughs> the other day, you talked about when your son was at Baylor under Matt Rule, you really paid attention to the Big 12, but they weren't that physical animal that you really wanted them to be, fun to watch. The SEC might be that bear, and two of the top dogs in the Big 12 are talking about going over there in Texas and Oklahoma. Just what were your thoughts when you saw that come out? I know we've heard rumors like this before. Well, I think to me, there's got to be some way in each contract that there's got to be some form of buyout clause. And just doing a little bit of research before the show, there is. And it would be really expensive. Now, the Longhorn Network would basically, they could do that. I mean, Texas can do anything. But, you know, uh, I'm not sure that th that's practical for Oklahoma to do that, what it would cost them. They don't have a network. Mm -hmm. Texas Longhorn Network really makes money for them. I think if, what we're talking about really doing is having a power conference now. <laughs> yeah. We're no longer talking about having the Southeast Conference. We're talking about having a power conference. I mean, if that's what we want and if that's what we think is right, then we're going to have four teams from this power conference or six teams from this power conference in the, in the finals. We're not going to have the, 
the sprinkling of different conferences. We're not going to have the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Southeast Conference. We're going to have, we're going to get two teams, and then all of a sudden the team that doesn't make the playoffs, it could be somebody there. So I don't know if this is good for college football. But I do think, I do think that the likeness problem is going to keep Royer in its head. I mean, it wasn't just that Nick Saban just sorted it out that one of his star players is going to make up upwards close to a million dollars. Like to me, that was, look, if you want to play, if you want to make money in college, come to Alabama. And I think you're going to see Clemson's players. You're going to read, we're going to read about a Clemson player in the next day or two, making some large sums of money. And then we're going to read about Texas. And then we're going to, because this is an arms race. Now, this is truly an arms race and they're allowed to pay the players through these likeness votes and, they're going to make money off it. And I think that's really going to separate the have and the have nots. Yeah. I mean, talk about a recruiting strategy. We got a player that's going to make a million dollars before he's even played a game this season. But uh, no, it's, it's about really, that. It's crazy. Think about that stormy. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it is. I mean, and, and there's no governance to it. I mean, how are we going to do it? And if you go to Alabama, you're always going to be able to, to make a lot of money. So why wouldn't you go to Alabama? You know, you're going to play at a high level, you know, you're going to be able to, you know, you know, yeah, Bryce Young hasn't thrown a pass yet, has he? <laughs> thrown a pass yet? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, he's gonna make a million dollars. It's insane. It's an insane concept, and I mean, he looks to be the guy. So, I mean, pay the man, I guess, if you think that's what he's gonna do. And on paper, you know, this is another Alabama team that looks like it's gonna go to the national championship again. Odds minus one sixty-five to go ahead and win the SEC. Eleven and a half is their total um, wins projection. They went thirteen and zero last season. Won the SEC. Won the Rose Bowl. Run the national title. Won twelve of their thirteen games by at least fifteen points and scored forty plus in eleven of those games. Um, and they're a team that we've talked about it before. They don't reset. They reload. And year in and year right. out, no matter how many ten draft picks that are gone now into the NFL, they're just another group of guys that are going to come back. It's nothing new, another top recruiting class, and they're the top dogs for a reason. Well, I think when you break down these college teams, I think you have to go through experience, right? Experience matters. And where does experience matter the most? It matters in the offensive and the defense. Because when you have an experienced offensive line, you have a chance to help the quarterback control the game and, and make everyone else a better player, make your receivers better. And look, Alabama returns four of the five guys from last year. They at least have upperclassmen. Now, not all of them were starters, mm -hmm. but other than their right tackle and, and J.C. Latham, who's a freshman, you know, they're going to start guys who have been on campus, who have played games at Alabama. That gives them great experience. In the defensive line, three of their four starting defensive linemen are all guys who've got gain experience, and they're juniors or seniors. So, to me, that makes a big difference. That's really the 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 fire that fuels the engine is to have those guys behind you and then you know obviously the quarterback and the development of the scheme with Billy O'Brien as now the offensive coordinator I think you'll see more of a of a a drop back pass game more of a way to try to throw it up the field a little bit like they did last year with Mac Jones I mean Sark was onto something last year when they shifted the offense from your man Tua into what Mac My Jones man. can do the best <laughs> My man Tua It's your man <laughs> He's your man, Wait, Tua? we don't talk bad about, about him on the show. I have show, a great right? stat, too, about Tua. I have a great stat about Tua. You want to drop it now? On third down. Oh, oh. oh yeah, I'll give it to you right now if you want it. Tua on oh, third sorry, down. Sorry, no, actually, we'll get, it. We'll, get it. we'll get it after this break. Stephanie's telling me I got to go. We'll be back on the other side with okay. more on the Lombardi line. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. season just around the corner it's time to get into bet mgm sports nevada the premier sports betting app bet mgm has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odd specials and much more download the bet mgm app today and stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada whatever your sport whatever your betting style you're gonna love bet mgm state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit bet mgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Stormy Tony live at our VEASAN studio at the South Point. Michael Lombardi over in New Jersey. And I cut you off so bad before the break. I need this to a stat. That's all right, Stormy. That's all right. <laughs> I'm used to getting cut off, Stormy. I no. don't understand how this rolls. Uh, anyway, fine. so I was talking about, we were talking about you know, Tua and the Alabama offense and how the Alabama offense shifted once Mac Jones became the starter and they became more of a drop back passer. And some of those problems that Alabama was experiencing with Tua at quarterback, and he played great at Alabama, and I'm not anti, I'm not trying to kill Tua. I'm just trying to point out facts as opposed to the, the pre-R campaign that kind of asked for it, that goes along with it. So, uh, anyway, so Tua last year on third down through 30, through 66 passes. 33 of them were completed. He averaged 4.65 yards per attempt, and he converted 31% of those third downs. So what does that tell us as betters? That tells us that when the game speeds up, Tua takes the quickest point of release. Mm -hmm. He gets rid of the football quickly, and he wants not to get, and he doesn't get hit, and he gets it out of his hand. On the other hand, on the other side of the moon, Justin Herbert averaged over 7.4 yards, yards per attempt. He had 14 touchdowns on third down. And he converted at a 46.8% of his third downs. So he's throwing it down the field, which then lends us to believe if Herbert can do that as a freshman, as a pure rookie in the National Football League, how good can he become next season? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a conversation. The column that I wrote was really about how much pressure is on Tua because Miami won 10 games last year. They didn't get stellar play from their quarterback. So are they going to be able to get that this year? I think that remains to be seen. Yeah, and speaking of that with Justin Herbert, that offensive line last year was brutal. I want to say they were 31st in the league in pass protection for him. So upgrades there, a lot more reason to like what you see with Justin Herbert moving forward. Because we were on to a uh, Tungo Vailo, we learned how to say that name. Now in the ACC, we all have to learn how to say DJ Uyunglele a little bit better. They're the quarterback at Clemson. Um, outside of the Clemson Tigers, where do your thoughts lie in the conference? Is it North Carolina? Is it Miami? What are your feelings? Well, I think it's North Carolina. And and the reason I like North Carolina is because of Sam Rowell. I mean, I really like this kid. I think he's got a chance to be really one of the best quarterbacks in college football, if not the best quarterback in college football. I think he's done some really good things in the little bit of time that he's played. It will be a, I think he's going to be a true, a true for a uh, junior. Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, I think he's one of the best young players there. So when you add that into the mix, when you see him and you watch him play, you know, I, I think he's got a chance. And North Carolina is one of those schools, especially with Mac Brown, who spends so much time recruiting and so much time, you know, worried about five stars that I think he'll have a good supporting cast. I mean, when you look at the top 75 quarterbacks in college football this year, you know, Rao's going to be in the top top three. You know, is somebody better than him? You know, is is Slovis from USC going to prove to be better than him as a as a sophomore? You know, is is Purdy from Ohio State? Jaden Daniels at Arizona State's got great skills, mm-hmm. but is he going to transfer into a quarterback? And then, of course, Oklahoma's got Spencer Rattler. So, to me, I like North Carolina in the ACC. I think they've got a really good chance because of the quarterback and what he's able to do. Yeah, plus 850, nine and a half, their total wins potential. Uh, and yeah, no question, Sam Howell, potential Heisman candidate this year. In the 25 starts, he's had 68 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, a 288.3 passing yards per game. Um, he's He's been really good, and there's reason to believe that he's going to be again because you mentioned Jaden Daniels though in ASU in terms of the Pac-12 that's a team like I'm trying to get a read on the Pac-12 just in general because so many teams played so few games they were initially just going to play six but a team like ASU they only ended up getting to play four games last year and you saw progression you saw the blowout 70 to 7 win over Arizona late in the season and the capabilities of Jaden Daniels but I mean who knows what's going to go on in that conference yeah, I mean, look, Arizona State's done a really good job recruiting. You can't deny that, right? You know, they've got the good young quarterback. They've got they've got Ratchet, the running back. I think he showed that he's got really good. Ratchet White, the running back there, he's really good. So, uh, you know, they've got a lot of talent on that team. They've done a great job of recruiting. This is going to be their year. they got to get it from the quarterback. He is the key. Daniels has got to play at that high level like he did when they went back and won at Wisconsin. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that situation, all things college football, and we'll talk a little more about that on the other side when Vinny Maiulo joins us. football betting guides are coming soon and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, everything you could want. Each guide's only 20 bucks and discounts are available when you buy both. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. You can sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line from our VEASAN studio at the South Point. Odds maker here at the South Point, Vinny Maiulo with us alongside Michael Lombardi. We've got the All-Italian Football Hour back. That's right. The all, by popular right. demand. <laughs> and this is a show to be uh, added to the VEASAN roster, I'm certain, this fall. There we go. And Good just, to see you, yes. Stormy. Michael? Just because we were just Good talking about too, the Pac-12 before we came in mm. here. Um, guess just college football wise, what kind of a handle are you getting? What teams are getting the most? And maybe even in the Pac-12 since that's where we just left off. Uh, Good, uh, good question. You know, typically, uh, just kind of a brief history. For years, and when I got into this business, uh, uh, before you were uh, in the business, I'll say, Stormy, uh, you know, a long time ago, 40 years ago, NFL handle was about a four to five or five to one uh, uh, ratio over college football. Now, in in Nevada, where we do about five uh, over five billion dollars a year in handle, about half of it is football. Well, now college and pro are about equal, and I think what that speaks to is the popularity of of college football, uh, particularly in the last five years with the uh, the addition of the playoff. Uh, I think has is, is, is been a great bonus in terms of interest, and of course, interest uh, translates to betting. Uh, the expanded television uh, product. Uh, and the fact that more games are on TV and the betting menu is expanded. So that said, um, in terms of the Pac-12, uh, I think there's a few teams uh, that that are, are going to make it exciting this year. Obviously, uh, I think you and Michael talked about, uh, I'm sure about uh, SC and Oregon, and Washington is uh, on a lot of folks' radar. But there's a team I think that bears watching also that's probably going to have something to say. And I'd love to hear what Michael's got to say about uh, Utah, well, who have. 
uh, probably the most coming back in terms of starters on both sides of the line, senior quarterback as well. Uh, this is a team that likes to play physical, and uh, they may surprise some folks too. The thing about the Pac-12 is that in recent years they've been bounced out of the playoff scenario in the first couple of weeks of the season because they've not been able to win a critical non-conference game. There are some of those coming up this year, obviously, uh, Oregon and uh, Ohio State. Uh, so we, we, I'm, I'm hopeful that you know we do have the four-team playoff again this year, uh, but uh, until the playoff expands – uh, somebody's going to get left out. And in recent years, it's the Pac-12. Now, the other part of it is that the voters uh, that put those those teams in there, they don't watch a lot of Pac-12 games. They, they, they're unfortunately, they're, they're, that's it, and that's unfortunate. So the Pac-12 is, Michael, I mean, am I right or wrong? They've got to they've make some no. – uh, they've got to have some success early in the season, I think, to uh, to remain in the, in the playoff hunt. I think there's no doubt, Vinny. I mean, they got to entice people that they can play. And like like Stormy talked about, they didn't play enough games last year for people to really get a good handle on what what they're all about and how good they can play and who are the talented players in the conference. And, you know, when you look at what these other teams, I mean, the ACC, I think when, you know, you look at Virginia – you look at some of these second-level teams. Miami, we didn't talk about De'Ara King coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that was a great, smart move by De'Ara King to come back and play another year. It gives Miami a chance. But, you know, the the Big Ten, I mean, the Pac-12, they've got to do it. And I think Utah, I mean, Kyle Winningham does such a good job yeah. of getting those kids. Plus, Utah, like BYU, tends to be a little bit older because of the mm-hmm. missions and because yep. those players are a little bit more mature. So, you know, I think that certainly helps him, helps them as they develop their team. So, you know, and when you, you know, I, I think that they're always physically tough on defense. They play a different style. They play a different style than the Pac-12. They are more physical. They're going to they're gonna punch you in the mouth. And, you know, they have a good home field advantage. They return. You know, they only lost 14 starters from last year off their team. You know, they were 3-2 and two overall. But I, I think that does favor them as they go back in there. The problem is there's always a game, you know, that they lose – that they shouldn't lose. You know, this year they've they got, you know, Arizona State at home. They have to go to SC, you know, and they're always one of those games that they kind of stub their toe, which keeps them out of where they need to go. Yeah, and I think when you look at some of these early season games that we're looking at, they're going to be dogs, right? Well, you look at uh, LSU at UCLA, uh, LSU from two to four. So the betters have sided uh, with uh, with LSU there. Oregon, Ohio State, uh, they did actually take the points here, uh, so took the 13 uh, with uh, with Oregon in that game, Washington's at Michigan, uh, and uh, they did take the points uh, with Michigan from three down to two, two and a half. So, um, look, I think uh, it, it's in their hands, it's in their control if they can have some early season success mm-hmm. and not be eliminated. Because the other part of it is the SEC, which is th- you know from a power rating standpoint, too, the top rated conference, they have, have the better chance of getting a second bid uh, when right. it comes you know ahead of the uh, that's worked against uh, uh the uh, the Pac-12 in recent years too. So it's unfortunate that they've been eliminated so early in the season whereas uh, the SEC teams are not necessarily eliminated early uh, even the big uh, the Big 10 uh, but we'll have to see. And again, I think what'll happen too is the uh, once the playoff gets expanded, that will help because that will also help the futures. Because right now, the future wagering in college is on is on like five teams. It's on you know Bama, yeah. Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Some folks taking a little bit of a flyer with an Arizona State maybe on the outside just because of a price. Iowa State a little bit, but outside of the you know the the, the usual suspects, if you will, that's who we're seeing action on so far. I know there are a lot of people, too, you know, that are Vinny, pretty I, high I, on Cincinnati yeah. outside of the power sure. conferences. Go ahead, Michael. Sorry and, about and, that. And, and for good reason, for good reason, uh, Stormy. I mean, Desmond Ryder, their quarterback, he, he played their defense. I mean, look, you, you know, Luke Fickle turned down jobs this year to stay at Cincinnati, and there's a reason why he did. He can get players in school there. He's got a good program. They're tough. They're physical. And he's got some talented skill. I was going to ask Vinny is – I, I have a hard time. I don't understand why college 
starts out the like UCLA opens up with Hawaii. They're a 16 and a half point dog. Okay, I get that. You know, UCLA better win that one. They right. they better not stub their toe, you know, especially with the Hawaii coming to the mainland. But why would Ohio State and Minnesota open the season? You know, and then, you know, North Carolina plays Virginia Tech. And I don't understand why we're getting these early kind of conference games so quickly. You know, I would yeah. rather see it spread out. Yeah, and the, you know, the ACC is doing the same thing uh, by and large. Uh, a lot of the uh, yep. a lot of schools in the ACC are, are having conference games right away as well. Yep, we'll have to see how that all plays out. And uh, we'll continue this conversation in a couple seconds, talking a little bit more college football, NFL, everything we can here with Vinny Maiulo on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here on the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi, we're joined in studio here with Vinny Maiulo. And uh, remember the show, as always, presented by BetMGM. And before we left off, we were talking college football, talking about how Cincinnati was a team outside of the power conferences that was a team that a lot of people are liking right now. And as Michael pointed out, for good reason, mm-hmm. um, what about their schedule stands out to you? I think, well, obviously, they're they're favored in every game in their conference, and they should. I mean, uh, they're the number one team in their conference. I think the two key games for them are going to be in Notre Dame and, and Indiana. Now, let, you know, if they run the table in their conference, which are favored in every one, as I mentioned, and they win those two games, if you're the committee, 
it's going to be real difficult to, 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 to not consider this team. I mean, they did everything they could in, in their power last year to leave them out, yep. and they threw them a bone and said, hey, you can play on New Year's Day, which is fine for them, and, and it's a big step in the right, in, in the right direction. But I think if, if Cincinnati runs the table this year and uh, an SEC team has a loss, and again, it's two different conferences and you can't compare the conferences, uh, I get that part. Um, I think it's going to be difficult to, to, to leave them out now. It's, of course, this is on the eve of, of, a, of a, a playoff expansion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from our That's perspective. That's fun for you. Oh, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. We were, we were kind of hoping for six or eight teams, 12 teams. Don't tell me, the, don't tell me college football doesn't like gambling, Michael. <laughs> no, no doubt. I mean, you know, exactly. I mean, but look, I, I think going back to, you know, going back to Cincinnati, I mean, he's done a really good job. He's been there five years. You know, they returned 52 players. Yep. They lost 28. Now, they lost a bunch of guys. But, you know, they, they kind of start their season the way I think you should start their season. They open up with Miami of Ohio, a mm-hmm. team they should beat. They'll be favored. Then they play Murray State, another team they should beat. And then they go to Indiana. Not a hard trip. Right up the road, right across the border. And then they have a bye. Then they come back and play Notre Dame. And if they're sitting there at 4-0, and if they win those games, you know, they got a really good chance to run the rest of the table. Look, we know U.S. Central Florida is a always a team that's challenging to play because, you know, the, to the average fan who doesn't understand Florida high school football, Central Florida is like, what, why are they so good all the time? Why are, mm-hmm. Well, it's the largest school in the state of Florida. They can get anybody in state, and most of those kids, unless they legitimately get a full offer at a Southeast Conference, would rather play at home and close to their parents than go play in the ACC or go play in the Big Ten. They'd rather do that. So they beat a lot of kids for for players. So, you know, I think that, that Cincinnati, you know, they're very good and – you know, I think they've got a lot of players back, and this Ryder kid is the second leading all-time passer of, of their in the history of the school. He's got 6,900 yards passing, and I think they'll continue to improve under under Luke Fickle's experience. Yeah, UCF, we knew the coaching change too, right? With uh, uh, Gus Malzahn there, right? Yep. Yeah, Michael. So that's uh, another. I think. You Be know, interested obviously. to see him there, Benny. Yeah, I, I, I know. I wonder it's how he's to see the Gus are there. Yeah, I think. Uh, I wonder how excited. Well, listen, he's 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 got to be excited with all the all the all the checks he's cashing. Good for him. Uh, and you know, I think. But <laughs> I mean, you go from the SEC now to the the AAC, which is not not a, a knock. But yeah, you know what? Maybe he can build a legacy there, and uh, you know, he's certainly going to help the. Yeah. Recruiting to Michael's point. Yeah, no question. Transitioning I'm, here from. Oh, go ahead, Michael. No, I mean, I mean, Gus is a pretty good direct deposit coach. I mean, he's got a lot <laughs> deposited in that account. I mean, he's a great direct. Now, I'm not sure he's depositing the ball in the end zone as much as you think, but his direct deposit works damn well. Uh, in the NFL so far, is everybody in on the Bucks, or where are you seeing most of the money come in so far? Well, I think uh, you, you've got a few teams. We took an early uh, bet on uh, uh, Carolina when they were 75-1. to 1. Uh, Somebody bet 4000 thinking that they were going to make a lot more moves uh, than they did. But today, I think they are uh, an improving, uh, an improving uh, team. And, of course, now uh, they're in – but they're in with the Bucks, so the Bucks are getting into – the Brownies. Uh, Brownies are getting uh, quite a bit of attention. I don't think that's a real surprise to anybody. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting, and we were – you know, again, I'll make a comparison of this summer's betting between college and pro football. Typically – Again, we see uh, folks during the course of the summer making their uh, NFL plays like in terms of futures and in terms of regular season wins and things like that. I think what with the extension of the NHL and the NBA playoffs, it took away from the summer part, the early summer handle on football in pro in the pros now that'll come back Mm -hmm. because starting this weekend you'll see more folks betting on exactly what i'm talking about futures regular season wins the hall of fame game is up right now between the steelers uh, and the cowboys with the steelers as one point favorites what you know teams are going to camp and that will generate interest but i think what's what what we saw was regular season wins for college football uh certainly exceeded regular season wins in the pros, also games of the year in college football. But that will start to level out as we as teams get to camp. 
Um, what I'd love to hear from Michael is I think what typically what we see during the exhibition season is teams now are playing and people see them playing. I don't know if that's I don't know if we're going to see as many regulars this year. Typically, Michael, in the past, we had week three of the exhibition season as dr- kind of dress yeah. rehearsal week. I don't know if there's going to be a dress rehearsal this year because of injuries and a shortened exhibition season. I think we frankly may see uh, uh, some of that to an extent in September, Michael. I'd love to hear your your thoughts on that. I definitely think the preseason is going to extend into September. But I think preseason evaluation is really about particular areas of the team, not the entire team. You know, like, for example, let's take Washington. You know, we need to figure out as a better, is Washington's offensive line any better? Let's not, let's not evaluate everybody. Let's just focus on where are they at the offensive line. Are they going to be good enough there to help win games? Are they going to be able to uh, develop an offensive line that can protect for Ryan Fitzpatrick? So that's an example. Minnesota, are they better in their defensive front? What's their secondary like? Not their whole team. Because we know when they get going with the offense that they have, they'll move the football, but there's specific areas. So I think that's where, as betters, we should take the preseason games and say, okay, yeah, Cleveland, what's their secondary like? I mean, are they going to hold up here in the back end? Is Troy Hill good enough to be the slot corner? Because they signed him to do that. Are they? Is that rookie draft pick Newsom? Is he going to be able to play well enough that he can guard the number two receiver to go with Ward? I think those are the questions we have to answer. And then once we do answer that, then we can wrap it around the entire team. But I found in the last 48 hours, since I was worked on Monday, I took Tuesday, Wednesday off. I come back in here, Vinny. I'm seeing a lot more action on week one's betting. Yeah, I mean, we've got you know five games. Five games over 2,000 tickets have been written up for it already, which is, to me, wasn't the case. There was just a little bit of nibbling, you know, and now there's there's some steam, all due respect to Josh Applebaum, on the Kansas City might go to six and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, the game that shocks me, Vinny, and I'd love to hear your take on this, is the third most bet game, the third most bet game in week one, are the 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. Yeah. The line open at seven and a half. It hasn't moved, but it's rem- why would some what would motivate anybody to play that game? I think the transition uh, at, uh, in terms of the quarterback situation, and I don't think it's a transition so much uh, uh, as, as a plus to the lines, right? I think it's a it's more of a move that, that betting on the Niners who go figure at least to go into this game healthy right and I think finally you're gonna see the Niners uh, get continue play we opened at seven and a half as well here at South Point and, and we're sitting there at seven and a half so I think if, if, as as much as anything it's not so much there's certain games that team or, or bet you know people bet on a team there are also games that people bet against a team and I think that's uh, that's what we're seeing here uh, in in this matchup between uh, the Niners and Lions uh, you know we've seen Money come in on the Bills in the, for in Week One against the Steelers, uh, uh, which that game went from six to six and a half. We also saw the Vikings, who are getting betting attention as well in the futures, particularly in the division because of the speculation or the uncertainty of what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. So there's a lot of folks that are are kind of high on uh, on Minnesota. That game uh, in Cincinnati has gone from Minnesota three to three and a half, and then uh, the Patriots. Uh, garnering some interest uh, right now at home against the bank, uh, the uh, the Dolphins from two to two and a half. We may see three on that game before we uh, we see any uh, money on uh, on the Dolphins. And I think the, some of the you know reports, and I'm sure Michael has a, a better handle on this than uh, than we do, uh, coming out of uh, Dolphins camp, uh, about or about Tua. I mean, there's some uh, there's some concerns uh, about his. Uh, his workouts and the Patriots uh, come in uh, to this season. Uh, remember last year there were opt outs, but not mm-hmm. so not happening this year. Yeah, I, I mean on two of any, I think there is deep concern. Yesterday or Tuesday, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, said as he was cutting the ribbon to their new magnificent $170 million indoor uh, facility for the team and the coaches, just looks spectacular. He said he expects to go to a Super Bowl shortly. Shortly. And so when the owner says, uses the word shortly, he levels the, he rises the level of expectations. Now, I don't think he's going to fire Brian Flores or Chris Gear, but I think that bullet was squarely on to his back. I, I think the bullseye was on his back because I think he's got to deliver because look, we know Deshaun Watson's out there. 
Mm-hmm. We know that yep. he's eventually out there. Whether whatever happens, we know maybe there's another quarterback out there. Plus, there's the all the quarterbacks in the draft, whether it's Rattler, How, whomever. So this is make or break time for Tua. And based on what the numbers I gave earlier in the show, he don't throw it down the field. Six passes last year, Vinny. Yeah. Six passes of his 212. He completed over 20 for 25 yard gains. Four of them came in the last game of the year against Buffalo. Here's the most interesting one of all. He did not complete a pass last year. Not one pass that traveled over 30 yards in the air. Nope. Interesting stuff. We'll continue that conversation too a little bit on the other end of this break. But Vinny, with just a couple seconds yep. here, why are the Kraken getting so many tickets in? Well, I think it's got a lot to do with the division. Uh, it, it figures to be the, the weakest division of the four. Um, and uh, you know what? Folks are borrowing a page from a team that plays on Las Vegas Boulevard yeah, uh, I guess a few so. years ago. So. As your resident NHL girl, I feel like <laughs> I had team, to get Stormy. the question in. <laughs> that, <laughs> right. that other team. You got, you got, you got, you got right to do it, Storm. <laughs> no, thank you so much for the time, Always Vinny. Always good to be here, Storm, with you and Mike. Thanks, Vinny. Take Appreciate care, buddy. You, as always. We'll be back here on the Lombardi line in just a little bit, and we'll get into a little bit more of that conversation. Will Deshaun Watson be a good fit for the Dolphins? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.